Welcome to Adulting 101 with your host, Melissa White. As adults, we struggle with savings, investments, networking, parenting, personal branding, and the list goes on. Join Melissa as she seeks the answers to your adulting questions. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode in the Master Series. Today, I have with me Paige Jackson. She is the administrator at the Tropical Metabolism Research Unit of the Caribbean Institute for Health Research, UAE, where they focus on clinical research, mainly surrounding metabolism and nutrition. Uh, Paige, she did her master's in um, communication for social behavior change. Hi, Paige. Hi, Mel. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. All right. So let's get this party started. Um, <laughs> tell us how you, um, what did you do your bachelor's in? My bachelor's, um, I did that in international relations. I majored in international relations and I did a minor in econ. And then after that, I did a diploma in psychology. Okay. Okay. That's like um, two, two ends of the spectrum. <laughs> I know. Right? Um, all right. So tell me how you ended up doing this master's in communication for social behavior um, change. All right. So I did the diploma in psychology essentially because I thought of changing my career and doing something in psychology. So when I applied, I applied for the master's in psychology and also for the master's in social behavior change because they're pretty close related. Um, I never got accepted for the clinical psychology master's and then I got accepted for this master's. So then I was like, okay, why not do it? Because it's almost one in same. Right. Um, at that time, I thought it was, it really isn't. But that's how I got there. <laughs> okay. Um, so when you, when you accepted, when you decided to go ahead and do this master's because you got accepted, what was your thinking? Like, okay, I'm going to do this. What were you going to do with it? Oh, funny story. So um, starting the master's, I think I was at the stage where like, okay, I'm getting old. I want to do a master's. So initially when I got the acceptance letter for this, I said I wasn't going to do it. Right. However, um, it was the day before orientation. The school sent me a message to say, It's remember tomorrow's orientation. Uh So I said, okay, let me just go to this orientation, seeing that they still have my name on the list. And I went, they told me what the program was about. It seemed a bit interesting at the time. My consensus at the time was that I could actually go see what the program itself was about. If I didn't like it, I could stop at any point in time. Right. So I went because I still was hell-bent on doing psychology. Mm -hmm. Um, But I went 
and I found the program to be quite interesting. Um, it's as the name says, it is for so- social change, and that is w- the reason why I wanted to do psychology. So I was like, okay, it's a mild compromise. It's just a different level of change mm-hmm. because psycho- for psychology, it's the individual change. But in this particular program, it's on the social level. It's more persons, the population that you're trying to move from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. So for me, that was something that really piqued my interest. Right. And I decided to just go along with it. Okay. And um, you did it at UWE, right? Yes. Why did you choose UWE to do it? Is it that they were the ones that was offering? Well, I know they're not the only person that offers psychology, but why UWE? Oh, why UWE? I have this thing that says um, UWE probably tie me because <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> I became fascinated with the University of the West Indies at a young age. Mm-hmm. That's why I said I wanted to go there to do my bachelor's. Right. But then I went there and I did my bachelor's. And then after that, I ended up working there. And since I started my first job there, I have not worked. I've only worked one other place right. since then. And that was for a short period of time, <clears throat> only for a couple months. So doing a master's at UA for me was an easy option. Mm-hmm. Um, it was less complicated. I was already in the system. I was already familiar with the processes right. and the people. And I was in Jamaica and my family is here. So there wouldn't be a lot of change and any need to adapt to any new situations. So it was just a simple choice. So I just went with it. So were you doing it full-time or part-time? No, my program was only part-time. It's one of those programs that are only offered part-time, so I never really had the hassle of saying, okay, I had to um, try and manipulate my timetable in order to get time off from work. Right. So it was really simple in that regard for me. So did you have to do it like on weekends and during the summer or? Well, Weekends, no. Weekends were really optional from what I can remember. As in, there were no classes. Right. On weekends, we had classes three times per week. Right? So Mm -hmm. it was one of those very dynamic programs because we had classes three times per week. None on Fridays, thank God. Um, (laughs) Also, so there on weekends, you might probably have group meetings. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, So for master's program, generally at UA, there are three semesters in the year. Mm -hmm. So summer is counted as semester three for master's. So it's not optional like how you'd have a bachelor's degree. So the program just runs um, consistently throughout the year. Okay. All right. All right. So now that you have completed the master's, what is your plan? What do you plan to do? All right. So now that I've completed, I plan to switch jobs, essentially, mm-hmm. um, because my specialization, which is even the area I did my master's, my thesis in, is in health communication. Right. Right. 
So my aim is to get into that field mm-hmm. and get into the area of interventions so I can have more experience in that aspect and be able to follow through with the program and the different things that I've learned in the master's program. Okay. And can you tell us a little bit more about your thesis? Because I know there's some exciting news around that as well. (laughs) So can you just share what you did it in as well as the exciting news? Okay. So my thesis, my research project, I did it. It's the title is Communication Channels Influence Parental Attitudes Towards Nutrition of Children with Disabilities. And um, essentially what um, sparked that whole interest is because I remember as a Rotaractor, I went to Sophie's place and I had a very traumatizing experience in that we brought food. Right. And we brought corned beef sandwiches, tuna sandwiches, you know, those little things that children would eat. Right. And when we went there, they threw everything in the blender and pureed it. Right. And they said that, oh, the children can't swallow. So they just pureed everything. And that memory for me was so vivid that I started asking myself, is pureeing corned beef sandwich a good thing? Right. Like, how does that benefit the child? So from that, I decided that it would be a good way to find out if parents actually know how to properly feed a child with a disability. Okay. Right. So, um... If my findings, if you want me to talk about that too, is that culture really, really, or culture as Jamaicans, whatever we think about as good food and proper food, you know, the yam and the Irish and the dumpling and all of those things. <laughs> yes. The parents really consider that to be the best food for their child. So there is no offset between, okay, my child has this particular disability and we might need, the child might need more protein in their diet or stuff like that. There is really, none of that is really what your grandmother tell you, say, must give them porridge and give them um, dumpling and the okra, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's what came out of that. Um, but the fancy news is that <laughs> I will be presenting this paper at the Caribbean Public Health Research conference in Trinidad next week. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the um, good thing about this is that CARFA um, has a lot of policymakers coming to their conferences, a lot of doctors. They influence a lot of the policies that Caribbean countries take in terms of nutrition going forward, not only nutrition, but health overall. Right. So it's really a big deal mm-hmm. for me personally. Yes. Because, I mean, I remember when I started, I was like, oh, I want my paper to get published. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, 
it's very exciting. I'm very nervous about that. Yes. But it's really, really exciting. So how, um, what was that process? Do you know what that process was like for um, yours to get chosen? Was it like a big pool and then just take it out at random or um, it went through a, a process? It went through a process because you had, so there are specific themes that they have and whatever they're focusing on for this year. I know cancer nutrition is one of them for this year, right? Right. And they are basically, what they do, you are asked to submit the paper for review. So a panel reviews all the papers that have been submitted. Right. And they decide whether or not it falls within the theme that they're having and whether it passes the scientific test, essentially. Okay. So um, was yours the... So is it like a number of people from over the Caribbean or is it, or is it just you? No, it's a number of people over the Caribbean because it's... As the, well, as the name suggests, right? Mm-hmm. It's for every caribbean country Mm -hmm. right so it's open for everyone to attend you can attend just as being a regular member um as well regular member as in being a regular person right (laughs) um (laughs) as um there are a lot of doctors a lot of scientists that attendees anything dealing with health and communication and well, sorry, not communication, but communicable diseases. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So because that is the focus, those persons who are very interested in that type of area, they would be found at conferences like these. Um, they have different persons because even as a student, if you have or have done or are doing a paper, you can submit it to present it because some of the times the papers aren't completed mm-hmm. and you might need to conduct research in another area. It provides a networking opportunity for you to meet different persons who specialize in different areas that allow you to expand your research. It also inspires other researchers to do similar research in their own territory, right? Because even though you might be in Jamaica, an issue that is affecting you here is not unique to you only. Right. So it will definitely be affecting somebody else in another area. And it allows you to get insight on the research because they can give you suggestions of different ways to do things. And if you might have a particular issue of different methods of tackling your whatever issues you're facing so that you get the outcome that is desired. Okay. So let me take it back to when you were actually in the thick of your master's, right? Mm -hmm. So I know that you would have been working full-time doing Mm -hmm. the master's and you were Mm -hmm. also president of a Rotaract club. Yes. So... So no, that's that's the big things. You can't forget the small things, right? So (laughs) tell me how you managed to do that because I remember you, you know, talking to me about it, and I pretty much told you that you were crazy. Like I don't know how you were going to do all of that. 
Um, tell me, how did you manage all of that? <laughs> I can probably say it was by the grace of God and God only. <laughs> because... <laughs> I I like I honestly don't know how I managed to pull that one off. Mm-hmm. Um but I know that my boss, he was very supportive because he was a rotary president. Right. So he understood that aspect of it of being a rotary president. He understood the aspect of being a master's student mm-hmm. and then for me to be working full time. Um at I at the end of it, I said to myself, you know, I could actually work three full time jobs <laughs> because um, I don't know where I got the energy from, but it came. Right. Um, I guess because at any point in time, once you are focused on any goal whatsoever, mm-hmm. your drive will get you through it. Because I remember doing some papers. I mean, I maybe that's is why I sleep so much now. I'm trying to recoup all the sleep <laughs> I lost then. Um, <laughs> because I'd be at work up to about 2 o'clock, thereabouts. Mm-hmm. And I remember my um, group mate saying to me, she doesn't know how I, how I might, why are you so up? Why you have so much energy? Right. And I'm saying, I don't know because I don't drink coffee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Um, so she was saying, I don't know where I get the energy from or even the nights, because sometimes you really have to pull those all nighters, you know, when, when I say all nighters, I mean like you don't sleep, you come back. So you work one night Mm -hmm. and you come straight back to the following morning and you continue again. Right. Right. So it was, um, I guess my drive came from the fact that. It was a two-year master's, mm-hmm. and every time I got up or I felt uh, like I was in difficulty, I said to myself, you're graduating at the end of 2018. Right. There's no if, no, but, no, maybe. You're right. finishing, right? <laughs> and yes. that was it. That was it. And as I said, it was the grace of God because... All the other things were happening and you just, you just have to work through it. You just stay focused and you just work through it. Right. Um, so I have been, um, as I told you, I've been trying to consider this whole master's mm-hmm. thing. Right. And so pretty much everybody that I've spoken to, it was, um, they've, they've told me what their why was. So your why was, you know, that you wanted to get into psychology. That is where you wanted to take your career. Mm-hmm. So for somebody like me who is trying to figure out, do I need to do this master's? What benefit is it going to be? Um, what advice would you give to me, you know, if, I, if I'm trying to figure this out? My honest opinion is that if you are asking yourself if you should do the master's, you probably shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, because the why has to come before everything else. Right. Um, because also, at the end of it, I remember going through the thick of it, the nitty-gritty of it all. And when you're in that nitty-gritty moment, when the tears are streaming down your face, <laughs> you have to remember the why. Right. Right. Because if there is no why, there is no purpose. Mm-hmm. So if 
it is if you cannot that is what keeps you grounded and keeps you focused so if there is no foundation you are just going to become like so many others who started and never completed right right you would have and to me that's a waste that is a waste of time Mm -hmm. and that's also a waste of your resources especially for money right right and that is not something you want to do Mm-hmm. So until you have found that why, that drive, because that drive is what is going to keep you to ensure that you complete, right? Mm-hmm. That is what it will keep you. Then you need to make sure you have that. If you don't have it, I wouldn't tell you to rush yourself. Right. Right. I would, I, because at the end of the day, unless you're focused on where you're going, having the masters won't do anything for you mm-hmm. because you might do it. And then you decide, oh, this is not what I want to do, mm-hmm. right? And again, that is going to be a waste. Right. So you need to really find that why, find that drive, and that will propel you. All right. Um, would you, what was, was there any benefit to going to UE, you think? For the master's program? Yes. Um... Benefit in what way? Benefit, like, like, was it was it like a good program? Was the um? Would you say that it's uh? All right, for example, when I did um the interview with Gareth, you know, he was saying for him choosing a school with a good alumni like you, Mm -hmm. um, would be really good. So that's what I mean in terms of like benefits. I've been at UE. For quite some time, mm-hmm. um, I know, as in anywhere else, that you're any the only person who will propel you as far as you want to go mm-hmm. is yourself. Right. So if you do not have that motivation, you will not thrive in the environment. I mean, the lecturers and the lecturers were good. Mm-hmm. Um, they were very tolerable, mm-hmm. very understanding. Um, and I guess because we built rapport with them. So my, um, colleagues from my batch, um, I found them to be very great. It is almost like a connection that you have, even though, cause some of them are not from Jamaica. Right. Right. But it is a benefit in terms of always knowing someone someplace. Wherever you go, mm-hmm. you can find somebody. So for me, that was a, de- a definite benefit. Mm-hmm. And the interactions that we had with our lecturers, because it's almost as well as a networking kind of situation. Right. Because the lecturers themselves were specialists in the field. Right. Right. So they weren't just book persons who thought theory. They were persons who practiced whatever they were teaching. Okay. So that was pretty helpful because, you know, fields tend to evolve faster than textbooks. Uh Uh So the mere fact that they were there to give you the current practices, um, how people relate to each other now, it was a better um, explanation or um, transfer of information and rather by saying, oh, to read this textbook, 
Right. right. Because the textbook came in, right? And you had to read those books. Mm-hmm. But the mere fact that you were up to date with the current practices, then that was that gave you a better insight into what the field is about and what would be expected of you. Okay. 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 That's good. Well, Paige, um, thank you again for taking the time out for doing this. When do you leave? I leave on Tuesday. And a big, big congratulations again. Um, my prayers will be with you. And I mean, and I know that you'll be fine. You, <laughs> your presentation will be good and everybody will be wowed. And then everybody's going to be ready for change. And <laughs> I don't know. And, <laughs> and, 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 it's, and it's going to be good. So congrats again. And thank you so much for doing this interview with me. No problem. All right. Bye. All right. Bye.